Welcome everyone to episode 10 of the Play Call podcast. My name is Nicholas Williams. Right over here is Jose Roden and we have a guest. We have a special guest today, Mr. Joe Leo from the Grind Hours podcast. Joe, how are you doing today? I'm fresh off a couple of beers and a, and a Yankees win. Uh, I'm doing great. I know that's not what we're here to talk about, but I, I'm doing I'm doing great. In, in due process, me and Joe, because Nick don't do baseball, we'll, we'll, we'll do some Yankee stuff, man. We'll, we'll get we'll it get done. There. Maybe we'll talk about what happened with Ruben and Odor today. It was, oh, that's, that, that, that's baseball history right there. Oh, Ruggie. Ruggie, Ruggie, Ruggie. Nick but, don't know about Ruggie. No, I don't. I'll admit it, I don't. <laughs> but Joe is our first guest on the Play Call podcast. We are glad to have him. He is a good old friend of ours, way back from college. And what's been going on in, in, in Joe Leo's world? Feel free to promote your stuff right off the bat before we get into this lovely topics that we're going to go into, like who you are, what you do, and who is Joe Leo? Uh, well, I mean... If you guys know, but I'm a, I'm a sports writer at heart. I'm a wannabe radio host. I, I host my own podcast, Grind Hours Podcast. I have my own blog that I've been doing for, I want to say, six plus years now, maybe seven years now, um, called The Basement View. You can find that at jdatasports.blogspot.com. You can find everything that I'm talking about on my Twitter, which is at not the fake J Leo. Um, what I've been doing is I've been stockpiling podcasts right now because it's the summer I'm trying something different with my with my feed um Roden was actually on one of the episodes that was just recorded but we're doing some top 10 it's actually a good segue for you guys uh we were doing top 10 NFL players right now uh Roden's actually going to be on another episode soon that is all dropping on August 26th which I don't know when this podcast is going up but um that is so Thursday as soon as possible. So it would be if this drops before that happens, it's August 26th. Uh, if it happens after, you can find a couple of episodes. I'm doing an episode up, right up until the start of the NFL season, week one, which is September 9th. So every single day, weekday, you'll get you'll get a top 10 episode for, for football. I did tight ends. So definitely listen to it. Was the a fun, it was now. a fun uh it was a that was a fun one. Tight ends are always fun. Love tight ends. <laughs> so we all now have a feel of who Joe Leo is. Go way back, way back, like uh, BC back days. BC. I actually got Roden in into BC, so you know this yeah. is true. This is how the big three came together. Oh gosh! Yes. But from my understanding. You are a New York Jets fan. Sadly, yes. Why? <laughs> why? Because um, my grandmother is a suffering Jets fan. Um, she is in her late 70s. So she was around for Super Bowl three. Um, she loves the Jets. I, I can tell everybody, if you want a reality TV show, just put a camera on my grandmother and myself watching a Jets game. And you'll get more entertainment than the Real Housewives of LA or wherever they're, they're they are now. So it, 
that's the reason why it's because my grandmother introduced it to me at a young age and i've been a diehard suffering jets fan ever since it's been long suffering years since the uh, 52 my, uh, this year's 53 53 years since we won a super bowl you, how you put up with it man <laughs> um baseball season helps now with basketball season because i'm also a nets fan that helps so you know there there hasn't it hasn't been great days but you know small victories i'll take we'll get into it but i'll take a couple of wins a year just to make myself happy there's not there's nothing like um a sunday night after your after your team wins on a sunday so i'm really happy for football season to start Uh, i haven't transitioned to full football yet but you know this is a this pod and the pod that I've been doing, it, it's a good start. Yeah, it's mostly been preseason now. Um, so we're transitioning now to the Jets talk. You guys are in a tough, tough AFC East. You stack with the Buffalo Bills, the Patriots, the Dolphins, and then your Jets. So before the podcast, me and Jose was talking briefly about the Jets and, you know, the Mark Sanchez era and long ways gone from that. What you got rid of your, your quarterback in Sam Darnold. He is now a Carolina mm-hmm. Panther. What is the plan for the Jets that you're seeing from them? Like, what is that di- the direction? Because they drafted a whole bunch of players. They got a new, new QB. They basically, like, well, they started oh, over fresh. Never. Yeah, they, they started over. They started over fresh. This is year one of the infinite rebuild. Um, what the plan seems to be is kind of what it was in 2009 and 2010 when Rex Ryan came in as a first time head coach and they drafted Mark Sanchez at six. Um, <clears throat> or actually five. They traded up to five and got Sanchez. Uh, it's through defense. It's through. A lot of RPOs because Wilson is very, is a mobile quarterback. He's got a pretty good arm. I just it's it's going to be a rough year. Everyone who's saying that Zach Wilson is the answer, um, I I want to hold off on that a little bit just because we don't know yet. Uh, as a fan, I hope so. I, I was one of the fans that was of the the ilk that to to keep Sam Darnold and potentially trade the number two pick or draft a Sewell who went to Detroit with that pick. So I I hope that the the Jets get this right. I hope that Joe Douglas, who is in year two of drafting, the players that he's brought in in the two years that he has drafted seem like they have some talent. And I'm really looking forward to Elijah Moore, which is the, the receiver that we got in the second round. Um, Really interested to see what Michael Carter can do. I think he was the fifth round pick this year. The The biggest problem for the Jets is going to be the back end of that defense. They, aside from Marcus May, have no secondary. You can throw all day on their corners and, you know, shy away from, from the island that Marcus May is going to be on. Their pass rush is also depleted. They just lost Carl Lawson this past week to a um, – believe it was an uh, Achilles injury. So he is out for the year. That is coming off the heels of a year that we lost. Another free agent signing 
in C.J. Mosley. So I'm, I'm actually really excited to see what C.J. Mosley does in his first year as a Jet. Um, it's it's building. We're, we're really building. I, I don't see even close to getting to the playoffs um, or even close to 10 wins. It, 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 if we can build on a year that um, is gone of Adam Gase, uh, both of you know my just deep-seated hatred for, for Adam Gase, so I'm so happy that the bug-eyed clown is, is out of New York. Uh, I really like Robert Sala. Um, he seems like a really good players head coach, which reminds me of Rex, which also reminds me of Todd Bowles. And I, I was a fan of both of theirs. So I, I really hope that they get it right because if they don't get it right, I don't want to come back on this pod in three years and go, oh, yeah, okay, we're starting year one of the infinite rebuild again. I, I want some something to happen. I want good football to be on the horizon. And I, that, that's what I'm hopeful for. And that's what we're all hopeful for <laughs> for a long time and yeah you guys whole new coaching coaches and you just blew up the roster so i know that adam gase hasn't been the best for you guys he hasn't been the best for the players or with the media at all now you get a player's coach like what do you think let me let me backtrack and say because with the whole Sam Darnold situation, he was looked at to be this franchise QB, the, the mm-hmm. one that's going to lead you out of the trenches. What do you think is the main difference between Sam Darnold and your new QB that you just drafted now? Mobility. Um, I think Darnold could make all the throws that, that you could have wanted, but he wasn't as mobile as Zach Wilson is. Um, I also don't think that Darnold was exactly as comfortable with, at least he didn't show it because Gase didn't run it with um, motion and RPO and sort of the new style NFL offense where, you, where there's a lot of pre-snap motion, which the Jets in the Adam Gase era were dead last in the NFL on pre-snap motions, which, I mean, if you watch a team like the LA Rams or the uh, San Francisco 49ers, or like a team like Arizona, everyone's moving all the time. And they just didn't do that. The Jets didn't do that. And it gives the defense a very easy read on what you're about to run. Um, I, so Wilson opens up that end. He also opens up some, some read option stuff that the Jets can do. I, I really hope that they get it right because Zach Wilson was kind of the quarterback unknown out of BYU. Yes, he had a very terrific uh, season last year in college, but that was really his first big year in college ball, which it also kind of reminds me of of Mark Sanchez when the Jets drafted Mark Sanchez, because that's what he came off of. He came off of his best year in college after being a backup for two years uh, at USC. So I, and trust me, I would take, if, if you, if you have said, hey, you're going to get the Mark Sanchez years and win 10, 11 games and go to the AFC championship game back-to-back years, I would take that in a heartbeat. I wouldn't even – just to have a chance to go to the Super Bowl, I would take it in a heartbeat. But I I really hope that this is a progression year and we see guys who have been on this roster for a couple of years or the the second-year guys 
take steps to progress to show, hey, we're not we're not there yet, but you know, two, three, four years down the road, we're going to be a playoff team. And we're going to be something good. So um, I also hope they give Robert Sala a leash like they gave Adam Gase. Um, the, I'm a sole believer of the only reason that Adam Gase wasn't fired in week four of this season was because of the pandemic and Chris Johnson didn't want to lose more money than he already lost. So um, I, I really hope that they give Robert Sala his due. And, and let them see a couple of years and let them see the progression of this team built. Because the last thing that you want to do is cut ties with a coach after two years of a rebuild, not really going the way that you want and, and just starting over again. What's your, real, your realistic record for the Jets this season? Let's see, there's now 18 weeks. So there's 17 games. So they added a week. So I will say five and thirteen. Uh, their their number in Vegas. I, I I looked at this before the podcast started. On Vegas Insider, they were listed at six wins, which is the least in the division and the third worst in the NFL, behind I believe the. Um, yeah, the Houston Texans and the Detroit Lions are the only two teams that have worse over-under win totals than, than the New York Jets. So, And both teams, the Lions and the Texans, are going to be god-awful. So if the Jets are a little bit better, um, I, I, I'm happy with that. Five wins is – it's not an improvement on last year, but I, I don't want to go backwards. That's the last thing that I want from, from, this, from this franchise. Yeah, before we was talking about this, um, I basically said that I'm predicting like five wins for them. They're definitely not going to be a two-win team. It's going to be very shocking. No way. There has to be a black cat in the front office if that does happen, but it should be like five and 13. You're not going anywhere yet, but you're at least showing the signs that, you know, you're getting started. right. No, five wins is nothing. It's nothing to raise your eyebrows over, but it, it is an improvement from the two wins last year. And just it, it was like I, I've used this analogy a lot with the, the Yankees this year. It was like having open heart surgery performed on you without any anesthesia. It was just I, I actually didn't watch like I, I turned I qu- quit watching after week three. I said, I will not watch this team until Adam Gase is fired. And it didn't happen. So um, I, I'm really hoping to watch a couple of a full season of Jets football this year and, you know, win, lose or draw, be here for every moment of it. And again, s- really see some progression and some fight from the guys because they, they, they quit last year because they quit on Gase. They did quit on Gase. Did, did you see the week 15, week 16 games? I did. <laughs> I saw some highlights. I, I and the funny thing is those those are competing teams the LA Rams and Browns so that has to be a relief because those teams could beat you like you guys could just went zero and sixteen oh I was more than prepared to go zero and sixteen and then the Rams and the Browns I kind of assumed because 
the Jets wanted their revenge from the Baker Mayfield game a couple of years ago where Mayfield won their first game in a year and a half for the Browns after they went 0-16. So, and Mayfield won the city of Cleveland, just frit, like empty frit, like uh, there was a promotion that Budweiser was doing that if the Browns won, like a hundred fridges stocked with Bud Light would be the chains would drop and all the fridges would open after the win. And that happened. And then Cleveland just got absolutely, ha- the entire city just got hammered for like three straight days off of Bud Light. So the Jets got their revenge off of that. But I, looking at the record or look, <laughs> looking at the, no, that was, yeah, that was, it was a Thursday. You didn't know about that, Nick? Years ago. Oh, it was great. Great for Cleveland, not great for Jets fans. Um, but looking at the Jets schedule, I just I don't see five wins. I just flat out don't see it. I actually see them getting stomped on week one against the Panthers in Carolina. That's a, a Sam Darnold revenge game. I mean, we're going to beat the Falcons because they're going to be they're going to be awful. We'll probably beat the Bengals. We'll beat the Texans because they're going to be, like I said earlier, hot garbage. The Jaguars-Jets game right after Christmas is going to be interesting. And then the Jets are going to – so, honestly, they, they might only win three games, but that's also an improvement from last year. I just – one thing that – the you can say that this is a cop-out, but the one thing that the Jets always seem to have happen against them is even after they go in a year of 2-14 and 14, – the schedules makers are just like, you're going to go two and 14 again. We're not going to give you any help. We're not going to give you back-to-back weeks where you, you can just curb stomp two, two opponents and feel good about yourself. Which, again, cop out and you can say I'm just a damaged, hurt Jet fan. But why should teams like Kansas City and Tampa Bay get two layups in a row and the Jets have to, you know, they have four scheduled losses in uh, in their schedule. I, I I just I don't get it. I I actually went through the Jets and the Giants um, schedules on my podcast at the end of May. So if you want to go over to my pod and you can look at that, um, we do a win loss radio and do uh, some over under totals for the Jets, which I believe that their total actually went up since then. I think it was at you. Can, I, I could be wrong because I haven't listened to that podcast in a while, but I believe that their win total when we recorded that podcast was four and a half. So it actually went up to six after. I don't know if this is after the um, the preseason game or uh, you know it could be live odds because the Jets are playing the Packers right now in Green Bay for Week Two of the preseason. So I don't know what the odds are with their with that being adjusted in Vegas, but um, I, man, I, I really hope that there's some good Jeff football here soon. Cause it's going to, I'm sick of the Adam Gase here. I just, I, I, I'm praying for the days of, of Rex Ryan again. Well, he's gone. So you only got to worry about him. And I want him back. It does get worse. You can always be a Giants fan. Uh, Giants got better days and they got every, I'm glad that you brought them up. Because I, I want to say my piece on one thing with the Giants. Everybody who, who quits on Daniel Jones should stop. He's not great, but he's good. 
and he's good enough to get you to the playoffs. So I, 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 I'm against all Daniel Jones slander. I, I don't want right. to hear it. All right. So I concur. Had our Dan, me and Jose, we we talked a bit about Daniel Jones. I think he's a, he's a good quarterback. I feel like he was kind of screwed over last season because basically had damn near no one to throw to, and he had to adjust to a Jason Garrett offensive system. The only yeah. way it's screwed over this year is that Garrett just completely just draws nothing for him and and like either that or everyone gets injured and they have like no options. I mean, you really were no a he can, he can the Giants score. were an Evan Ingram touchdown away from um or catch from from the playoff spot. So I don't know. They, they're probably that's the second best team in that division. I, I know that's debatable. I know Dak uh, after the injury comeback season for Dak and and all that, but you know what? I, I may backtrack that because I don't know how one hundred percent Dak will be, and if that's the case, if Dak is not one hundred percent. It's just going to be last season 2.0, and we all saw how that is. So that just leaves the field open for the Giants, and they can very well take that that second spot. That's their pathway. But if Dak is playing up to par, this is the Cowboys can either win the division or second, and and that's the cap there. There's no way. Yeah, you don't want to hear my take on that. Well, we, we we can't. <laughs> well, this is a good we transition. Were, we we were talking. Stuff now. We we were talking earlier, and you know, I I I don't think Cowboys are first or second. I think they're the, easily the third best team in the. They've got the best offense NFC in that East. division. They well, definitely I, have the best offense in that division, yeah. but their defense is. Still bad. Yeah, it's spotty. It's spotty. It's pretty bad. The defense is spotty. The QB position is spotty. And the coach is kind of spotty. But they have too much talent to, like, not – to just not be, like – Hey, your coach – They have to be good. There's too much talent on that team. That's you always you have every talent. Year. That's what yeah. that, that that's what every that's what every single cowboy fan says. There's too much talent on this roster to be this bad every single year. <laughs> and since they won the Super Bowl in in '95, they've been the definition of mediocrity. At 500, you can you could sigh and roll your eyes all you want. Look at the record. I'm not lying. That their record is 500 since their Super Bowl win. And and this is not me coming at Cowboys fans. It's just not. face the facts. That's right, Nick. I have one other Look, person think, saying it. I I love the possibility of the Cowboys offense this year. I, I drafted um, CD Lamb in a key in a dynasty fantasy draft. I'm in on CD Lamb for his entire career and. Right now, his entire career is with the Cowboys. So, and I, yeah, like, I really like. Give him time, bro. No, I'm saying, like, I'm saying, I'm in on the possibility of how good the Cowboys' offense can be. I'm here for it, and I, I, I 
it would be extremely entertaining to see Zeke go like this for 17 games out of the year and be one of the best running backs in the league. But I just, that defense is too spotty for them to be a consistent team. Uh, look two years ago when they made the, the playoffs and they lost in LA to the Rams. It was their defense. Their offense was fine. Dak is a good quarterback. I, I don't think he's worth the money that you're paying him, but he's a good enough quarterback to get you to the playoffs. And this offense is a good enough co- offense to get you on the cusp of the playoffs. But when you're in a division with a team like Washington and their defense and where the Giants are trajectoring, trajecting with their defense, they have the third worst, maybe the worst defense in that division. And maybe that's not that's not a horrible thing to say. Like they might have the worst defense in that uh-huh. division. But no, so what you're saying, you know, what you're saying is spot on. It's correct. I, right. Look, look so, I'm just, I'm giving it to you. And your <laughs> concerns is also okay. my concerns too. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm excited I, I for some Cowboys the, Giants. I can see the Giants at, at that two spot, but it, no matter what we all believe the Washington Washington football team is going to take that division, no matter what, hands down. Sadly. Well, Very sad. I mean, you guys do have a pathway, but it's just not looking like Washington is just too much all around. So. It's magic. We need to be Fitz tragic. That that's exactly what would need to happen. It's magic is Foo's gold. That's a, that. If you listen to my exactly. podcast, that's why I always call him. I, I call him Foo's gold. So he hopefully he doesn't come out and throw three fifty on everybody. That that would be <laughs> nice, but uh, he'll get it. Go- there'll be a couple of games that where he throws for four touchdowns and three hundred and ten yards, and. He's looking like he's running around with his beard going crazy, but he's also going to have games. It might be against the Cowboys. It might be against the Giants where he throws four picks and he's looking up at the scoreboard like, what the hell is going on here? Uh, I, Everyone who loves Fitzpatrick has never had them, has never had him on their team. He's never, he's never been the quarterback on their team. He is the most maddening quarterback you could possibly have on your team. Because he will look like a Hall of Famer one week, and then he, uh, he'll look like he should be, you know, flipping burgers at McDonald's the next week. I mean, that's, that's kind of been his whole career. Like, right. I imagine Joe, you good. know. Joe, you know his whole like breakout with like the Bills and Brandon everybody Marshall thought, and Eric Decker. Yeah, and you kind of realize that like, oh, he just had really good options, but he was good. And then last year in Miami, it's like he's all over the place, man. Texans, like, huh. he's played for half the teams in the league. Yeah, which should tell you something, Ernie, man. Yeah, that so, beard though. Yeah, 
kind of look like Conor McGregor in a way. I don't uh, see it, but okay. You don't see it? Really? I don't see it. I don't see it. Are Seriously? you just going based off that one Deshaun Jackson moment where he wore his clothes? Is that where, it? Yeah, where he wore Deshaun Jackson's clothes to, where, where his chest hair was out after the uh, a, after like a Monday Night Football game. That'd be the only moment. Yeah, that's why. Hmm. Nah, it's, it's okay. weird. But we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to go into the divisions. So we will be right back, everyone. Welcome back to the second half of the Play Call podcast, episode 10. We just did some Jets talk and some NFC East talk. Unintentional. But we're going now into the divisions of the NFL predictions into next season and basically who we got. And I think it's only fitting that we start in the NFC, particularly in the NFC East, since, you know, Cowboys, Giants guy here, and then we sort of, we got an AFC guy in the Jets, but we talked about them. Anyways, so NFC East predictions. Let's let's go around. Jose, what you got? Well, I I, I think Who's Washington football team won the division. Giants come in second. Cowboys, Eagles. I think Giants got. Really good on defense and improved the offense with Kenny Galladay and Tony. But I think that the Redskins made additions on offense as well. With Fitzpatrick, that's an upgrade. They signed a corner from the Bengals, who's really good. And I think they signed DJ Moore as well from the Panthers. So they they got weapons along with Gibson and Logan Thomas already and Scary Terry football version so they're uh terry mclaurin they're going to be fine i think their offense is going to be really improved and their defense is only going to get better they have like a top three defensive line so that's going to be scary they're going to division but giants going to be a playoff team speak into existence just speak into existence i mean and Cowboys going Cowboys and Eagles suck. So <laughs> you see, I, I never take shots at the Giants because I actually like what they're doing. Every time you get a chance to try to take a shot at the Cowboys, you know, it's fine. It's fine, man. Once we win the Super Bowl, it's all good. But I have with the same thing with Jose is Washington football team. They're in a division. Dallas Cowboys, two. Three New York Giants can be interchangeable. I'm mostly biased to the Cowboys. And then dead end is the Philadelphia Eagles and their dead team. Not really much to go up. We know how the Washington football team is. They got Ryan Fitzpatrick, which is he's an all right quarterback. He's good enough because they already have talent around him where he can thrive at at least. Their defense is already set, so they're already an all-around team. They basically just need a quarterback, maybe Deshaun Watson, but or, or someone else. But I wouldn't touch Watson with a ten-foot pole. You wouldn't touch Watson? No, because he might. He might. That's fair. That's fair. That's well, fair. the Jets, the Jets almost traded for him, and then the the whole 
masseuse situation happened and he might be going to jail. So I, I don't want to trade for it's somebody. Something is up with that guy. And then it doesn't help that this, the Texans is just a mess right now. So. Oh, the Texans. The Texans are a dumpster fire. Um, I, but getting back to, to, the, to this division in the, in the NFC East, I agree with you guys completely. Um, from a betting perspective, the win totals, Cowboys actually have the highest win total on Vegas Insider in the division at nine. Washington at eight and a half. Uh, Giants seven and Eagles six and a half. Um, I'll take... I don't know if I'll take the over on eight and a half for uh, Washington. Actually, yeah, screw it. Give me the, the over on Washington, eight and a half to win the division. Um, Cowboys, Giants, I agree with you, Nick, are interchangeable. And the Eagles, I like Jalen Hurts as a, a fantasy option um, for daily fantasy users. He could be frisky some weeks, but that that team – this is part of the price you pay for winning a Super Bowl. They, they've been absolutely gutted. I like Hurts in general going towards the future because you need a quarterback of his stature to, to win in this league. But they, they need to tear down and rebuild around him significantly. Kind of like what, um, what the Browns are doing with Baker Mayfield. If you've got that quarterback piece in place and you know that you're going to have him in place for, for – years to come it makes the rebuild that much easier yeah it's it's i i like the division i think me me and nick were kind of talking about it earlier that like i guess we'll go to this in like a second nfc west is the best division because it has really good teams it's nice and the, the nfc east is an interesting division because the teams are all you can flip you can flip right. a coin all yeah. of them are horribly flawed. Um, I We will get to the, the division that I think is the best in football. A, a, NFC West is in, the, is in the running, but I don't think it is per se the best division in football. Oh, I'm, ready, wait, wait, I'm ready for that. Wait, no. I'm ready for that. Say, you got to say your piece. You can't leave us on a cliffhanger like that, man. All right, no, cliffhanger. I was going to give you a greenie tease, but um, <laughs> if, you want, if you want to get, go, get into that, the best division. I think that division is the AFC North uh, because I really, really like what Baltimore is doing behind Lamar Jackson, even though the COVID situation in Baltimore seems to still be there um, for one reason or another. I love the Browns this year. I love where they're going. They went to the AFC championship game this year so or last season. So continuing to build on that, their defense Got a bump with um, John Johnson be, uh, at, at safety. I love all their weapons. Don't sleep. Just because Odell is outside of the New York area, everyone seems to sleep on Odell. He's still one of the best receivers in the game. He's not top 10, but he, he's one of the best receivers in the game. Jarvis Landry is also very, very underrated. I love the two-headed monster in Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt. And then... You got um, Pittsburgh, their defense, always going to be in it. Big Ben's on the way out. And then year two of Joe Burrow, healthy Joe Burrow with, with, with his college receiver, Jamar Chase. They're going to be frisky, but 
uh, the the big three, Cleveland, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh, they're going to just murder each other. Yeah. And it's going to be fun to watch. Everyone might be down on Big Ben just because he's on a way out, but that defense is for real. And it might be the best in football. TJ Watts going to be gunning for a defensive player of the year award after he thinks he got robbed last year. I, I don't know. I loved the AFC North and that is going to be because I, I'm going to get the Sunday ticket this year through, uh, through some schooling. The, uh, the NFC, the, the NFC or AFC North is going to be um, going to be on my TV every single week it's gonna be awesome so you but think that that's the AFC that's the best north division. is, is it best division of football best, best division, division football. not the AFC yeah. west no it's the best division in football i i think i don't think the you, bengals are there yet i think no it's just but three out of the four teams yeah are, they're steelers, playoff contenders browns ravens steelers i think baltimore wins that division um, the Browns are there. I, I'm still questionable about the, the Steelers in their O-line. Like, I know Big Ben is on their way out. It seems like they're still trying to figure out who's going to replace them. There, there's too much question marks there for them. Like, with the Browns and Ravens, the Ravens got better over the offseason, and the Browns, they got their foot in, and they improved defensively. So I, I think it's more of a battle of just the Browns and the Ravens, really. So so should we just jump to AFC North predictions? Like, is that where we're at now? Because sure. my 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 whole thing is that I, I think I think the Steelers are gonna take a step back. I think they're still gonna be a good team. But like, yeah, I think their defense is gonna be they're gonna be like they're gonna be like Washington football team. Gonna AFC. Gonna the the, they're gonna be the opposite of the Cowboys. Really yeah. good defense yeah, and, you, and no offense. Shot, yeah. <laughs> They're pretty much going to rely on – I I think they're going to try to do what the Bucks did with Tom Brady last year, kind of like at the end and then in the playoffs, which is run the ball, run the ball, play action to your receiving threats. The issue is the receiving threats are good. Well, you don't like but Juju? You don't like I Juju like, or Claypool? I, like, I love those two, but after that, Washington is kind of okay – it gets a little more interesting, and Buccaneers and Mike, have Mike everything. Tomlin, Mike Tomlin might be the best coach in football. That's true too. So and I think the, so. I think yeah, like okay, but I think I think I hold in my mind like in the AFC North, my my rankings would be Browns, Ravens, Steelers, Bengals. Right, Bengals are on the up and up. Ravens still have Lamar Jackson. Oh, they have a better offensive line than they did last year with the addition of Zeitler. They have more outside weapons with Bateman and Sammy Watkins coming in. So now they can actually throw outside of the numbers, and that would be cool because Lamar Jackson can do that, and people always say he can't do it, but he actually can, and now he will be able to do it. And I, I think the Browns are the second-best team in the AFC, like – they were last year. They they were last year, and they and will they got be better. again. They got better, and so did the Chiefs, and that's the only reason why they they could go. If the Chiefs did nothing this offseason, the Browns would have the best roster 
in the NFL or second behind a team that is in the NFC East and so West. And that's why the NFC well, West to me has two Super Bowl teams in it. Just while transition. The AFC, transition. Why, AFC West has one. Why well, are you... Nick, go, go Nick first. What is your AFC West Did, ring? Didn't you... North, oh, North. oh. We're all over the place. No, the NFC West we went through this. Yeah, you, you already did it. You already did NFC AFC I have the West. The Ravens winning the division. Yeah, you, oh, you, you, you oh, with the, the Browns catch up, man. Man, my phone I, finished I love charging. What the Browns are doing, and trust me, I'm one of their biggest supporters. Like they really turned it around last season. But yeah, Ravens, Bro, Browns, and then got uh, the Steelers, and then the Bengals. I'm just happy, Joe Leo brought up Odell because I love Odell. How he's, Odell he's gonna be Odell so good on that team. Hmm? How can you not bring up Odell on that team? He's he's Still he's gone. He's gonna be cooking this year. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be beautiful. Okay. Uh, I'm ready. I, I hope so. I really hope so. But all right, so switch yeah, up to NFC to West. We're NFC all over the map West here. has two Super Bowl teams in the in it, and that's it. And that I think that's what puts them ahead of AFC North. I don't see Ravens in the Super Bowl. I just think the AFC is too cluttered, but I think maybe that's because the NFC is more wide open, but like Rams, Super Bowl team. Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, that's good enough. And then you add – um, wow, I'm horrible with names. Stafford. Tr- Stafford. You ready? You throw him in with Sean McVay. That's a whole different thing. You got Cooper Cup and Robert Woods already. I know they lost their starting running back acres. But honestly, if you're just fast and you have a little power, you're going to be a good running back in that zone run scheme that they run. I, I think that they're primed to, they're my Super Bowl pick. I said it last week. They're going so, to the Super Bowl for me. And I think. With Jimmy, the Jimmy or their third overall pick, they'll be fine because they're going to find a way to win. Their defense is going to be a top five defense. Their offense is going to be a lot better with Kittle. And then I haven't even got into Russell Wilson with an actual good offensive coordinator. What is he going to do in DK Metcalf with Jamal Adams on that defense and Bobby Wagner? So they're going to be running around doing some stuff. And then, like, Kyler Murray is really no good. Weapons, with and no weapons. With, with, with DeAndre Pop- Hopkins? Who might retire. AJ Green? A- AJ That's Green true. Hasn't been, AJ Green hasn't been good in, in four years. But, Hopkins might retire. So the Cardinals are out because Kyler's got nobody to throw to. Kirk, the, man? You don't like Anderson the, Kirk? No, I don't. Because partially because he took so many touchdowns away from Hopkins last year, and I had Hopkins in fantasy. Didn't you say like Cardinals at second, Jose? No, no yeah, no, no, yeah. No, no. You have San Francisco, which everyone's high on San Francisco, and it's Rams, San Francisco, Seattle, Cardinals. I think honestly, I think the Seahawks are going to be better than San Francisco this year, just because. San Francisco is everyone's darling this year. Everyone yeah. is on the the 49er bandwagon. And no one knows who's starting at quarterback. 
nobody knows who's starting at quarterback because they're making it ambiguous. That defense is good, but their back half is lacking. I love Jimmy Ward, but uh, I love Kwan Alexander. I think it's Kwan. No, it's not Kwan Alexander. I forget the um, the, their corner that, that that they picked a couple of years ago that cannot stay on the field. But he's okay. Richard Sherman is in legal. He had some legal trouble in the offseason. He's not even signed on that team, so you lose your best corner. I just – I get this offense. This offense can put up points with the best of anybody. I love Brandon Ayuk. I love Debo. I love Kittle and Raheem Moster and whoever the heck you have at quarterback. I get that. But that defense, especially in that division where you have Stafford and Russ and Kyler can do some stuff, I just I don't see where they fit in, especially with some other teams in the NFC. Like the Cowboys could potentially be a, a playoff team and, and grab one of the wild cards. So I just I don't see and, and the Seahawks are great. The, the Seahawks finally have an offensive line. They finally have a coordinator that that wants to run what Russ wants to run. You got Chris Carson. Pete Carroll's always going to have that offense great or that defense right up and ready to go. I love Jamal Adams, but he just got paid, so we might have a down year. Bobby Wagner's a baller and is going to be up there in tackles every single year. I just – I don't see how this – it was like this last year too. Remember last year and two years ago when – or it was actually last year when everyone was like, oh, my God, the NFC West is the best division in football. They've, they've got four great quarterbacks. How are they going to do this? One of them is going to fall off. That's what's going to happen. And I, I just, I have a hard, I have a big feeling that it's going to be San Francisco again, because, because of that secondary, because you're going to need somebody to stop DK. And if nuke plays nuke and Cooper cup and Robert Woods, so right. someone's going to have to stop them and tell me who in that San Francisco secondary. Tell me. I think I, I don't see anybody. I think their defensive line is good enough to hold up and kind of make the lack of Yeah, but they don't have any secondary talent either. They don't have any they have Fred either. Warner. All you need is Fred Warner, man. Fred I, Warner I is one of the best linebackers in the NFL. Like dudes there. I just think they have they have good safeties with Tart and Ward. Uh Emmanuel Mosley, I think that was the person that you were talking about that can't stay on the field. And Jason no, it's somebody Barrett. else. It's Jason Barrett. Jason Barrett cannot stay Verrett, on the field. Verrett was from the Chargers, I think. I think that was free agency like two or three years ago. But yeah, no, he hasn't played in a long time. And he signed he had oh. he's he had big offers inside like a one year prove it deal with the 49ers. If he comes out and shows out, I think yeah, if, the cover, if. the cover three bail system that they run, like the like the Seattle Seahawks and almost all the teams in the NFL run now with the cover three and all that stuff, you don't need corners as much. So that's why, like the Jets defense, I'm kind of like you guys will be okay. You kind of need the middle and the defensive line covered. So I think they're gonna be okay because they have the middle the defensive line covered, and I think they'll figure it out. And I think that their offense will be like if Kittle is healthy, because like last year, Kittle and Bosa got hurt. And that was kind of and Jimmy G. And that was kind of the end. 
if you and it's the same thing with the Rams. And I think this was what Nick was saying earlier when I picked Arizona second. My crazy, my big crazy idea of this episode is if the Rams and so Rams and 49ers are super top heavy. If any of them suffer injuries, I could see the Cardinals jump to second. That's how good I see the Cardinals. That's if how DeAndre good Hopkins doesn't yeah. retire. And if that happens. They're this sunk. is why this is the best lead, best division, because literally some injuries, and it's crazy. Yeah, well, it's going to have injuries benefit a team that's not even going to be in the running for the division. I, injuries happen every year. Count on it. I just, I don't see, if you want to, if that's the case, if you want to talk about that, and I, I, I don't want to wish bad on anybody, but if you want to do that, then, you know, L.A. is a lot more depleted depth-wise than, oh, yeah. than San Francisco is. But yeah. so what's your – what's, what's the predictions here? Do you want me to go first? Jose said his piece. I mean, go for it. I'll be next. I'll do – I'm saying Rams – one, just because that Stafford offense and Donald and Ramsey on the defensive side of the ball, Seattle to San Francisco, and then Arizona. Same. <laughs> I'm the only one with 49ers, the, the too. Is, no, I, 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 like the two and three of Seahawks and 49ers, interchangeable. Yeah. Say that. I think I'm really excited for that six, seven wild card spot in the playoffs this year. That's gonna be fun. Good to go. Jimmy G, good to go. It's just more of like Trey Lance is about to be. He ain't starting. He's not. He shouldn't start. Trey Lance should start. By week six, Trey Lance is gonna be the start. So they have this problem where they gotta figure out who's the QB. Right, and if you have to figure that out, you got nothing. Yeah, and then I think they they have to use Jimmy G as a trade piece at some point, and hope oh, like some, some quarterback will go down, and 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 Jimmy G will yeah. be the, the number one quarterback on the market. I was thinking, I was thinking Texans if they really wanted to try, and Watson gets suspended, you trade like Cunningham. Yeah, Taylor. Oh, Taylor is the, the quarterback in Houston. Oh yes, because Tyrod Taylor is. Really good. Madden King, Tyrod Taylor. Oh, I used to love him. Madden. Anyway, who who wants to pick the next division? Because we're going all over the place. And NFC South. All right. And it, all right. We're going for the I big mean... hitters first. <laughs> who wants to go first? I mean, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. This um, Tampa Bay, New Orleans. And then does it really matter after that? <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah. You had um does it Carolina at three, Jose? <laughs> I do have Carolina at three. Yeah. And Atlanta has four. I I have the same, but I mean no Drew Brees in, in New Orleans. Who knows if it's gonna be Jameis or Tame or, or uh it's Taysom Jameis. Hill. I, it's gonna I be it, Hill. I hope it's famous, Jameis. 
just because he can actually see. And, you know, last time that he was a starting quarterback with no laser eye surgery, he threw 30 and 30 as the first quarterback ever to throw 30 and 30. So just imagine what he can do if, if he can actually see who he's throwing the ball to. Um, but no, Tampa Bay, is the, they're the Super Bowl champs. They're still the best team in the league. Never bet against Brady. Um, they're they're going to, they're, they're just going to continue. Plus Brady, Brady seems almost graduated to another level of arrogance. Now that he's got another ring under his belt, like he's walking around like everyone else is beneath him and he's the king of the world. And I hate it, I, but I respect it. And I understand that he's the greatest quarterback of all time. And he's going to show everybody, you don't think I can do this at 44 or whatever the hell he is. I'm going to do it. And, you know, avocado ice cream and no alcohol, I, I, I guess, is the, the key to the promised land. There you go. Yeah. I think it's pretty self-explanatory, this d- division. I think Taysen Hill's going to start. I feel like uh, Sean Payton has been hyping him up for a while now as, like, his key piece. And I'm excited to see that. That's going to be cool. I, I-, I want to see Sam Darnold in a Joe Brady offense. I think that would be cool. So that will be interesting because he's, he's better than Teddy weapons. Bridgewater. Panthers are the team to look out for now. Yeah, for for me they are. Like like yeah, I said, they definitely are one. They, still they have, have a good defense. Not that good. Uh, Not it's that okay. good. Middle it's of the road, and they're gonna have, they're gonna be. You can't go eight and eight anymore, but they're gonna be a five hundred team. Yeah, they're gonna they're the definition of a five hundred team. That's pretty much what it is. Nick, you have oh. any outliers? Oh, no, I was ready to move on. I mean, oh, this, this one on. should just be a gimme. The NFC North. Yeah. Packers, Bears, Vikings, Lions. <laughs> Agreed. You know what? To be different. No, Packers... no, no. You don't got to be. You don't got to be. No, this is Roger. This is all... Green Bay, like no, I mean, yeah, yeah. I know Last Chicago dance. has something good going there. Minnesota, it's the last dance. I'm, I'm sad. It, I'm gonna be sad. It won't end in the Super Bowl, but you know, retires it. No, he's gonna go to the Giants. What do you mean? Anyway. That's just me being crazy. Yeah, I was gonna say, can you take your pill, take your medication, because you're, you, you've, uh, what, like? You, yeah, you, no, it makes it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Uh, no, yeah, I, I, I think Packers, and I think Packers are the only team that makes the playoffs in this division. I think Packers, Vikings, Bears, and then. The lonely lions who are gonna get like one win, but uh, yeah, I I like what the Vikings did. They have a really good offense. Anytime you have three elite weapons on your offense, you're gonna be good. Kirk Cousins is gonna be average to better than average, and 
that'll get the job done. I want to see what Justin Fields does, but once he starts, I don't know how much they're going to care about winning compared to just building Justin Fields up, which I hope happens because the Giants have their pick next year. So I hope they have a, a down year so we get like a top 10 pick. Building Andy yeah. Dalton up. Oh, yes, because you saw how good Andy Dalton was last year. QB1. He's QB1. And uh, sadly, sadly, Justin Fields is the future. He will be, he won't start week one. But Roden, I think you and I did this. Um, they play the Rams week one. I don't think that they want to no. subject Justin Fields to oh, yeah. a beating in his first game. We so, talked about this. <laughs> I don't think Fields is going to. He might start week two, but Andy Dalton is QB1. And I feel bad for Bears fans because they actually have a quarterback now. And you're not going to see that quarterback for a little bit of time here. And every single time Dalton messes up, and that's just inevitable. If he go, if they go three and out in their first drive of, of the season – there's going to be booze, beers being thrown on the field, and chance for Justin Fields, and rightfully so. And the Bears are going to be good, but not great. They're going to be – they are frisky with, with, with Fields at quarterback. Um, I like Montgomery. I like Allen Robinson. Uh, I love Khalil Mack, but that's pretty much all they have on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but, yeah. Can we get to my Jets – I, I don't mean to be the guest that's like rambling okay. at stuff, but can we okay. get to the AFC East? Oh. AFC East. We're, we're going to take another break, and then when we come back, we're going to go right back into your lovely AFC where you can talk about your lovely Jets and how that they're going to finish last in the division. <laughs> that's accurate. We will be right back, guys, and we'll go into some AFC stuff. And we're back for the AFC East because <laughs> <laughs> because I said I that, that we have to do it because Joe said we have to do it. Hey, so Joe, go, go, do your thing. Uh, Bills, we'll get that. I want to give a little bit of odds here. Bills, eleven wins. Uh, I would take the over on that. Pats, nine and a half wins under on that. Miami, nine and a half wins over on that. And Jets, six wins under on that. I think this division is Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. Okay. Bills, Dolphins. I'm really high on a year two of Tua. He knows the playbook. Mike Gusecki, all the weapons that they have on offense. Um, their defense is going to be is going to play pissed off because Xavier Howard, their best corner, one of the best corners in the league, is. Very upset that he doesn't have a new contract. I really, really like the Dolphins, and I hate saying that because they're, they're in the same division as the Jets, and they're going to beat up on the Jets twice this year. But Tua is healthy, and when he's healthy, he's scary. He's worth the pick at five that they, they spent on him a couple of years ago. I at, Plus, in New England, yes, I know they went out and spent money, and – Bill Belichick never opens up the piggy bank and spends money. It's like Greg Popovich in the NBA. The, the, the Spurs never spend money in free agency. 
neither do the Patriots. And that's what happened this year. So I, I get all the Pats fans saying, we're going to go to the Super Bowl. They don't know what's going on at quarterback. I love Cam. I love Cam. But he can't throw the ball anymore. Um, Mac Jones, he can't. He's pro- And I hate Whoa. saying it. He can't throw the ball anymore. He can't. He doesn't know where it's going. So he He's like Jones. Nine, he didn't go nine for ten yesterday. We're, That's we're preseason that in practice. Can we stop that? Like talking about Mac Jones. I, but I don't believe in Mac Jones. I, I I really don't believe in Mac Jones because Najee Harris is a baller, and the other all of his weapons were first round picks. All every single one of his weapons in that offense, receivers and running backs, were first round picks. So when you have that type of offense and the defense that you have and Nick Saban, of course you're going to win a national championship. But tell me the last Alabama quarterback that was successful in the, the NFL. He played for my team 52 years ago. Joe Namath. That's it. That's the list. There's no other good Bama quarterback. So until Mac Jones proves it, I don't believe in him. I mean, like, you just took Tua over him, and he's an Alabama quarterback. And we got a little what, into Jalen Hurts conversation. What has he done? What has Tua I, done? I know I just talked him up, but what has he done? Tua is going to get the... Tua time. No, I know. Tua. All right. Nick, you want to go? Mine is just a flip on two and three for him. Bills, they're basically going to run through this. Patriots, Dolphins, and Jets. Uh, like, the Patriots... Maybe it's just a part of me holding on to like Cam Newton, and like he, I was there, man. I, I and I didn't want to be because he was on the Pats. He can't throw the ball anymore, and maybe I'm so high on the Dolphins and so down on the Pats just because I'm anti-Patriots and always will be an anti-Belichick. But he can't throw the ball anymore. He can't, and it pains me because he's so fun to watch when he's actually good. Yeah. Yeah. His days right. with Carolina, it was awesome. Awesome. They went to the Super Bowl. Best, exactly. Best version of him. I don't know what happened to him. All right. He got hurt. He got hurt. But then you forget to throw? When you Dude. have a foot yeah. and a wrist and an ankle and bad hammies, like he's got so many injuries that that we know about. There might be more that we just don't know about. So, but he had foot surgery and he's never been the same since. Passing the ball, at least. I'm just going to hold on and just be like, okay. I, I don't, I don't Mac blame Jones you. Jones going to take the reins under Bill I don't blame Belichick, you. Terrific coach, culture. Let's ride from there. All right, Roden, what do you got, man? I'm, I'm in the same boat as Nick. Bills, Patriots, Dolphins. I do think Dolphins are like a six, seven wild card team. Like they're good enough of a team to like for all the reasons why Joe, you said they'd be second. I honestly think that last year, Cam Newton, even though he doesn't throw as well anymore. He's still a really good quarterback who can throw, and I think he's going to prove that. I think I don't think he's lost the ability to throw. I think he's – I think now they've built a team that he can throw to. With Hunter Henry and Gianno Smith, they're not really going to be tight ends. 
they're going to be split out half the time in slot positions, outside receiver positions, plus Aguilar. And Jacoby Myers is apparently really good. And, like, he was okay oh, last yeah. year, but okay. he's really good. That we'll deep we'll cut. See. We'll see it. I'm, so what I'm counting on is that what they're going to do is they're going to run, 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 and they're going to be in, like, 21 personnel and they're going to just run two tight ends out there with like three different running backs between Damian Harris, Sonny Michelle, and James White. And this is going to just be a revolving door behind a great offensive line. And Cam Newton is going to play action and hit inside slants and cut routes for Henry and Gianno Smith on the inside of the field the whole game. And they're just going to dice you to beat. Dice you to bits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's I, I got your mouth there. To God's I got ears. there. From your mouth to God's ears. And they're gonna I, do I'm it. A, okay. Oh, their defense it. is gonna be it. a hell of a lot better because a bunch of their defenders were taking COVID leave. So where is this Super Bowl talk coming from with the Patriots? I, I don't know where that's coming from. That's different. Boston, that's where it's coming from. Boston. They're not they're not the, they're the second best team in their division. Yeah, no. Anyways, so we're gonna wrap it up, guys, or what? I got a yeah. jet. He's got a jet, so we'll take so, a thank we'll you so much, Joe, for being on here. You're always welcome. Thank you for having me. Same to you guys. Love it. Guy Joe. All right, we're back once again. We're gonna wrap up the division stuff. We went through the AFC North. Earlier in the podcast, we just went through the AFC East, and now we're going to wrap up everything with AFC South and the AFC West. Where do you want to go? South or West? South, I guess. All right. You want to go first? Oh, you want me to go first? Uh, Oh, Titans, Colts, Texans. I mean, Titans, Colts, Jaguars, Texans. Uh, Deshaun Watson might be missing the whole year, or at least I hope he misses the whole year, just because, you know, if what is said about him is to be true, he probably should not be in the NFL. Uh, But, yeah, that's a whole other thing. But, yeah, maybe he should not be playing, and the NFL has a sketchy pass with that. And then if he doesn't play – the Texans sucked last year despite having Deshaun Watson be an MVP candidate. So imagine not having your MVP candidate on a team where you only won four games. You're probably going to suck. So they're going to suck. They're going to suck with Deshaun Watson or without him. So it's a dumpster fire team. Uh, Yeah. It's not looking pretty. And the whole Deshaun Watson situation is kind of reflecting all of that. Yeah. Where'd you have? Jags. Titans? Yeah, Titans on top. Julio Jones, AJ Brown, Hurricane is coming for me. But, uh, yeah. No, just to differ from you, I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts. I feel like they found their missing piece in Carson Wentz they have everything set up and aligned with him 
offensive wise, defensive wise, got an offensive coordinator that complements who he is as a player. And this got is him to-, to an MVP. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but oh, shoot, what was I gonna say? Yeah, it, everything is just lined up around him to succeed there. Barring any injuries, he should be back like early in the weeks, like probably early in the season. He'll probably miss like a few games, but once he comes back, he'll pick it up. But I think the Colts will take the division. The Tennessee Titans will be right there behind them. Jacksonville Jaguars and the sad Houston Texans. Funny yeah. thing is, is that Deshaun Watson didn't have all those things going on with him. Like he was probably one of the biggest guys I should have been trading the offseason. Um, the whole situation with him is probably why he wasn't traded, but he yeah. might be spending the entire season in a jail cell. <laughs> Who knows? We'll see yeah. you next time on Dragon Ball Z. Nice but, segue. I like the Jaguars though. Jaguars made a whole bunch of free agency signings and had a good draft. One thing I do want to say about the Colts is what I think why you're probably going to be wrong is that they start off against Seattle, Rams, Titans, Miami, Baltimore, Houston, San Francisco, Tennessee, Jets. So, and then Jaguars. I mean, they can compete with all those guys, but going weeks and weeks against tough conferences, like that first five-game stretch is freaking brutal. So, yeah, they're still going to be at least one or two. But if a big reason why they fall off is just because they got a hard, a really hard schedule. Yeah. So. If 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 you don't have Quinn and Nelson and Carson Wentz for those first five games or even like the first three games, you're not winning many of those games. That's just the way it's gonna be. And that'll be the pathway to support your point of the Tennessee Titans taking over the AFC South. But is any of these teams really a Super Bowl contender? No. Well, like that's. I do. I agree. Titans, Colts. Titans, Colts. Like again, like the whole idea. What I was talking about with the Browns is that if the Chiefs don't exist, how are we looking at the AFC? And the Titans and the Colts would be in a Super Bowl window-ish. But again, wide open. It would be so wide open. Yeah, it would be like the NFC. Wide open. True. But alas, we go to the AFC West where... What's your thoughts on Gardner Minshew? What? I know it's it's random. That was... Why why do you ask me about Gardner Minshew? I'm just asking. You, You think I like... What does he wear... Jorts, jean shorts. You I'm think just trying you, to get your thoughts on him as a, as a QB. You think because you think because I have long hair, me and him hang out at the same club. Is, is that what you're what getting at? Asking that. All I'm asking is, yo, who do you how how you think of him I, as a QB? I know they got Trevor Lawrence. They just <laughs> drafted him. He's their new guy. But what do you think of Gardner Minshew and his future? Someone's gonna trade for him as a backup to because he's a good backup. He's like he's like a he's like a top 40, 
50 quarterback in the NFL. Like he, he fits. If he could play like the Teddy Bridgewater role on the saints for a little bit, like he steps in for three weeks. Like imagine him playing on the chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, cross your fingers, knock on wood, all that stuff. Patrick Mahomes hurts his turf toe, toe again or something like that. Yeah, happen. He gets injured. And and he comes in and you feel a lot more confident about them staying on the same pace than you did last year. Yeah, him throwing a CD lamb. Nice. Oh no, that was just me confirmation oh. of wanting to get him as a backup in on Dallas because Lord knows we need <laughs> we need a backup QV. But Get Andy Dalton back. No. I don't want Andy Dalton. (laughs) No, please. If Dak gets hurt and then he's back, I'm quitting the season again. Well, like, you kind of have to. What are you going to rely on? Your all-pro defense? I'll go out there and play. I got somewhat of an arm that's not pandemic arm anymore. Anyway, let's move to the last one, the AFC West. This one's interesting. Chiefs chart, Chiefs Chargers, Raiders and Broncos. Wow. Chiefs Chargers, Raiders and Broncos. Explain yourself. I mean, we all know Kansas City Chiefs. Once they're healthy, they're 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 best team in the AFC. Chargers. Yeah. Oh, I, I I I love their situation. I think they're set. I think more of what is off maybe is probably like your your team Denver. I just don't have that much faith in them. Like who's really on this team really like what what is the denver broncos anymore that's a very philosophical question my friend i like bro i, I mean drew right. lock uh, i guess don't 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 be little drew lock drew lock is good man i i don't all right this is what Melvin i know we're in Gordon, like Jerry, like, look, man, you had this team second. I do have this team second, and it's only the only reason is because I feel like that's a mistake. You know what? You know, I'm I'm gonna take Broncos back. I guess. No, I mean Chiefs, Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. That's where I'm going. Okay, that's where I'm. But no, what was your original point of the Broncos being second? Like, I think they can be second. I'm trying to pull up their schedule, but ESPN's being weird. All right. I'll, All right. I'll, I, I got I, I got it. I got I got it. I got it. I got it. Look, man. Open up against the Giants. That's a loss. Obviously. Obviously a loss. But Jacksonville, New York, Baltimore, like I they there's a pathway. Where their their back end after their bye week it's Chargers, Chiefs, loss, loss, but then Detroit, Cincinnati, 
Raiders, Chargers, and then Chiefs. Like they could, they could win a decent amount of games at the end of the season. I think. Look, Joe was telling me that their defense is bad. I really don't see it. They have a really good defensive coordinator I don't know as their head coach. I think I think they're a solid defense team with a big play offense. Like Drew Locke is going to carve some teams up, throwing 50-yard balls because he has the arm. He has one of the better arms in the NFL. I think his arm talent is going to get him through it. And then the people he's throwing it to are fast and they can run very, very far. KJ Hamler, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Noah Fant. That's an, an elite offensive core right there. I'm not going to say it's all worldly, but it's elite. It's going to get the job done. Look at Cortland Sutton's stats, bro. He's great. Noah Fant is a top 10 tight end. Awesome. Jerry Judy, up and coming. And KJ Hamler's going to blow the roof off some people. They have what it takes. I think their run game is going to be a revolving door of running backs with Royce Freeman, Javante Williams, and Melvin Gordon. All good, but their defense is like where I'm at, bro. Like Bradley Chubb and Von Miller, love it. Kareem Jackson and Justin Simmons, top five safety combination right there. Like Kyle Fuller, Patrick Sertain, Ronald Darby, like that's that's a really good secondary as your five guys, man. Don't sleep on Kyle buying. Fuller, man. I look, bro. The only reason why I'm gonna take the Chargers as second and not stick with the Broncos at second is because Justin Herbert is honestly one of my favorite players to watch. I love him. I wish he was a giant. Their offense is as stacked with weapons and an improving offensive lineman. But their defense has a lot of really good players. Linville Joseph, Joey Bosa, Derwin James is a beast. Chris Harris Jr. So how did you get Denver Broncos second as your initial point? I forgot to look at the Chargers depth chart. That's, That's what it is. Would you say Raiders and Broncos are interchangeable? Because no. they went, they went what six and something last season, six and fuck my head, <laughs> bro. I they went five and eleven, the Broncos and Raiders went eight and eight. I I think the Raiders are on the back end of this division because like I honestly think that Drew Locke is going to shock some people. I all I heard about. Because for some reason, I'm crazy and I follow every team on Bleacher Report. No, I'm like, I love knowing everything about all the teams. But all my, like, Drew Locke alerts were he's talking to Peyton Manning. He's learning how to be more of a decisive quarterback. He's learning to not always go the big play every single time. He's learning to take his... The undercut routes, the dump off routes. He's learning all these things. And if that's Congratulations. true, that's what every quarterback should do. No, but you see, he's Especially he's always 
been the big play guy only. And if he can be the small play guy too, that'll be awesome. Uh, what are you going to say? We're, we're living on what ifs. We already seen that the Chargers are proven. Raiders, okay. Got me there. Interchangeable, I give you. But no. there's, there's no way that, you know, the Broncos have a pathway to be second, at least. I know that you switched it up, but still, it, too much question marks. I don't know. You're, it's just living on what ifs. You're living on All what right. ifs if Drew Locke has this Peyton Manning season, which would not be bad. I didn't say that. I wish Peyton Manning was back, honestly, on this <laughs> big forehead. I'm saying that he learned from Peyton Manning how to be a better, more complete quarterback. I mean, and I think that will really field. help him. We gotta see it on the field. We 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 haven't seen that. I'm trying him. to I'm trying to look up his stats in the last game because I feel like he played really good. Look, if he could stay healthy, look, I'm I'm excited. I know you're apparently not excited. I mean, but what am I, I am excited coming out of this this division. Yeah. Here. So no, I'm supposed to be excited with this team about Chargers and Broncos no, are not a playoff team. They're not a playoff team. This is like we're arguing about something random. But for me, Broncos and Chargers are interchangeable as teams. Their rosters are both really good. They're just not there yet. I'm excited, bro. If if we're back here, if we're talking mid-season episode something like that and the broncos are in second place and in seventh place competing for a wild card spot i will slap you oh i'll take ten dollars i'll give you ten dollars why would you smack me (laughs) that was the first place that i went give you ten dollars but you know what i I love justin herbert though so it'll be okay either way but kj hamler man and Drew Locke, you're not ready. I feel like you hyping them up more than your your Giants, but sure. I think I think as a Giants fan, I need to hold myself down because in my mind, I'm going we're winning the Super Bowl, and then I realize I can't say that. So I gotta I gotta rein it in, man. Gotta pull it back. I mean, honestly, like. AFC, we already know Kansas City, most likely. Kansas City is the best. Tampa Bay. So, I mean, we could put them in there. They're a threat, but I'm more comfortable going with Tampa Bay. Just look, you don't bet against Tom Brady, man. I've learned that last year in the Super Bowl. Even though I love Pat Mahomes, man. Look, man, I've bet against Tom Brady a couple times. How did I Two times it ended in Super Bowls. It ended in Super Bowls? I I mean, did that benefit you? Were you right, wrong? Like 
Giants won two Super Bowls. Giants won two Super Bowls. I guess. Oh, Cowboy fan, you want to talk about living in the past? What Cowboy fan is living in the past? We have no past. You have a very large past. With no championships. You have a lot of championships in the past. I wasn't even born. I wasn't born. I I wasn't even thought of when we won a championship. That's your past. Giants have two Super Bowls in their past. I mean, but that's fairly recent. No, we have four. We have two with, like, Phil Sims and... What was it, 2010, 2011? Two builds. Well, yeah. It's like 10 years ago. Yeah. It's really recent. recent. Super Bowl champs. How, how long do I have to go back for the Cowboys? 95? Exactly. Is it <laughs> further than 95? So, look, all I'm saying is we, we really... We have a pass, but at the same time, we don't have a pass. We, don't have a we haven't pass. proven anything in years, even though we're America's team. That's a really good nickname, too, America's team. Who came up with that? The media. <laughs> Why? I don't know, but I love it. Oh, yes. All right. So there's our division predictions we're gonna end it up we're gonna end it here we're pretty tired and okay one one thing one thing one thing what's your craziest super bowl prediction that you can argue for because you know mine but i i just think it's fun i'll go while you think if you wanted to win a lot of money as a betting person, bet on Panthers, Broncos, Super Bowl. Okay, so that's that's where I know where I end it. I woke up at 6.30 in the morning off two hours of sleep, man. That's where my mind is. You know what? If the Panthers go to Super Bowl this year, I'll run my whole block shirtless in just my underwear. Okay. Like that's not that that crazy, but sure. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to be safe. (laughs) Okay. Now now we can thunderstorm and rain. I'm about to get struck by lightning. Let's not put that in the air, man. It's not good here in New York. But on that, yeah, no. I'm going to have to get back to you on a Super Bowl. Toy. Like, I just feel like it's just going to be a repeat. I don't think there's anything crazy that's going to happen. It's going to be a repeat. I think that there's a world where the Rams make it. No, mm. I, yeah, I, I can see that, but... Like, if the Rams stay healthy for once, which already seems to not be happening, there's a world where Aaron Donald is trying to sack Patrick Mahomes in a Super Bowl, and that's pretty cool. 
There's a world where the Buffalo Bills make the Super Bowl. Meaning into this conversation, maybe next week, like as like a mini thing, we do playoff pictures, depending on how the NBA week goes. We haven't seen a regular season football game. How are we doing playoff prediction? I mean, like, it's the I mean, same just, thing like what we just did. But like, I, I can imagine mine already. But like, 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 I love football. It probably will be. Typical media. Oh, Typical media. We suck. We're horrible. We don't know nothing. I know. People just keep feeding into it. I don't know why. We suck, man. We do suck. On that note, I'm going to wrap it up for the night. It's been a long night, and we need some sleep. We need That's true. All right. So this is episode 10 of the Play Call Podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we will see all of you guys in the next pod.